Hello and welcome to the Underpowered Podcast, a gaming podcast where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. I'm Shelby Stokes. Here today is my sidekick, Casey Cool. Jab on him. That's what the kids still do, right? Sidekick, co-partner. I mean, am I Batman or are you Batman? Mm, I'm Wario. You're Waluigi. This is whoa, 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 whoa! No, 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 no! Batman is way cooler than Mario. No, Wario. I'm Wario. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, I'll I'll give you Batman, but I'm more like Nightwing or maybe like an affiliate. That Nightwing? No way! Nightwing is just a bat as a knockoff Robin. Come on, Robin grown up. If you're gonna go full Robin, you need to go red shirt, green pants, tights, the whole deal. Actually, red hood. That's gonna be my move. Red, red hood. hood. Hey, I mean, if we go back to my D and D character, I'm flipping around doing acrobatics. I'm more of a Robin Hood anyway. You are. You are. I, I'm still reeling over how excited that you're. Like, oh, I get this. I like this now. I'm like, yes. yeah, yeah. It's a thing. Like, like we're doing it. Like D and D. Like, I get the appeal now. Like before, mm-hmm. it was just like, I don't know. Let's just show up. I like. I, I was supposed to study for this test. Like, I didn't realize yeah. that there was studying involved in this <laughs> game. It's just learning the rules that's about it Dude, uh, there shouldn't be rules though that's the game that, right no it's not right so you know like it, when we did play the game and there's that one puzzle that you guys had to solve yeah i was reading something where sometimes dm will just give a puzzle and they don't have an answer and they see what the players do and they go yeah i like that like that's how they do it <laughs> so i might start doing one of those everyone's gonna be like yeah okay like, i think the funniest part of D is like is you do all this work to set up the rules and then you're constantly just trying to break those yeah. parameters within yeah. the rules it's like here's the box now try to get outside of the box the best you can yeah with like yeah. stay it's that you got to find the perfect gray zone Yes, right? it's like let's break this game. Like I think it would be maddening to be a DM just because you try to plan everything perfectly and it inevitably goes off the rails. Yeah, I you know I it went how I wanted it. We just were losing steam there then because it was a longer session, but I, I'm I'm happy with some of the stuff. I'm curious to see what you guys do in the next few. We're gonna play in like a week or two here. Dude, so, we're just going to take over the world. Like, I know there's a pirate ship going on. We're going to go get on a pirate ship. It's going to be a whole thing. We got to get to the pirate ship first, though. Dude, I think we should just teleport to the pirate ship. Skip to the end. Doesn't work like that, but nice try. Uh, yeah, it's like the kid that reads the last chapter of the book before you go back and read the whole thing. Yeah, 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 basically. It's like, hey, let me choose my own adventure. Oh, I don't like that ending. All right, let me go back and switch it. Uh, <laughs> Did you ever do those, those like, choose your own adventures where you would jump to different parts of the book? Yeah. That's we what, need to bring those back. So that's what our D&D thing is about. It's a grandpa reading to his sick grandson who's home, or like his grandson for the week because he wants his grandson to stay off his iPad. And it's like, ah, oh, maybe you want to be a daughter's old, choose my daughter's old, choose your adventure books. And that's why the kid's always trying to end the book so he can go play on his his iPad. You know, <laughs> his uh, iPad. Yeah, his, his darn iPad. His, his cheese and rice iPad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, speaking of playing iPad, have you been playing any video games lately? Yeah, dude, I've been I've been gaming on recently. I tell you what, um, I left here playing Gardens Between. Okay, that was the plan last week. I actually wrapped that game. Oh, it's nice. uh, that. super short. Um, I couldn't tell you. I could look it up real quick because internet. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed the experience. That's good. So. Tell me what it's about. Like, what, It's a platformer, right? Or kind of? 
let me yes so the main story is an two and a half hours and that is is a shorter game which i liked because it was bite size yeah. pretty good to go um essentially what you're doing is you are going in and trying to solve puzzles you have two main characters and you're able to move your characters forward or backward that's the only two ways that you can move mm. them and as you move them forward or backward they're basically in a 3d they're, they're islands is what they are and as you move forward your circ the camera circles around the okay. island and everything around the island moves when you move your stick or move your character right okay. So what you find is that the different elements that are falling out of the sky, or maybe there's an action happening in the scene, you can pause them on certain, in certain places and it has an effect on the world, which is pretty neat. And then they take that concept and kind of innovate on it and break it a little bit. Um, you're able to go and hit switches, which changes certain pieces in the environment, or you can also shift certain pieces of the environment to and forward. Um, or back and forward through time. So I really liked it. It was a puzzle game. I haven't played a puzzle game in a hot minute. Oh boy, I kind of miss those. Yeah, They're that great. sounds like it's nice and tight too. So is there a story with the characters at all that you're trying to like piece out? Okay, tell me. Yes. About so, so you have two main characters and when the game opens, you are two teenage kids, maybe on the younger mm -hmm. teen area. Tween and they are in... Tween, yes, tweens. And then they are in a treehouse. You don't really know what's going on. And then the each level kind of progresses their friendship over the course mm. of many years. So each different island that you go into or level is um, essentially something that's happened in their lives. Uh, like an event, like at one point they drop a coat in a sewer and oh. it's like a sewer level and you're trying to get this coat or, um, you know, they play pirate ships. So there's like a pirate ship level. Um, there's one based on video games, which is kind of cool. Like they would stay up late playing NES or yeah. the pseudo SNES, whatever they have in the game. Their version of it, right? Yeah, exactly. So it was really neat. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, it's the perfect kind of game for where I'm at right now because I was able to pop in, take about five to 10 minutes and get through a level. So it was great because I could open it, play through a level, get what I needed out of it, and then kind of hop off. This was on Game Pass? I, it was on. It is on Game Pass. Yeah, it is on Game Pass. Um, I, I don't know what it would cost. I would say it's, it's a beautiful game. The art is great. I think the puzzling takes goes just as far as it needs to to keep it innovative and interesting, but it doesn't overstay its welcome, which I appreciate quite a bit. I mean, that's something games can do pretty easily. Is it, overstay their welcome they didn't do that here right right that's cool yeah. and sounds like it's a nice tight package and is there like room for another game after this or is it kind of does the story wrap nice and like oh there's definitely room to to go someplace with a story okay. right whether it be a real i feel it feels like one of those relationship games almost like you would see where the two main characters break up in the end these oh. two characters aren't romantically involved so it doesn't really hold water here but i mean you could easily take two different characters and put them in the same format mm -hmm. and tell a story that way um the story is tight i, I thought it was um it, it it gave me the feels a little bit oh. i didn't shed a tear but i felt the game it was good it was nice. good that's good yeah so okay, how would you rate it? How would I rate it? Ooh, I liked it. If you're a if you're a puzzle game person, I would say play it. Um, free ninety free is a play is a it. good is a good price for it. Um, know that it, yeah. it's a two and a half hour game. So if you're doing the cost benefit analysis, I don't know that I'd fork out a ton of money over it. But um, the two and a half hour package was well done. The art was great, and it felt like a tight experience. It also reminded me of that game that was on Xbox 360 back in the day. You remember the one? 
oh, what was it called? Where you'd move back and forth in the environment and the environment would move with you. Fizz? Braid, I believe was the name of the game. Braid. Braid. Oh, Braid. Really? Braid's like a platformer. All I think about when I think of Braid is the viral video of Soldier Boy playing it. <laughs> going like, you can reverse time! <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that. This is why um, it's hot. This is why it's hot. Dude. That's a different rapper. Are you Soulja sure? Boy, maybe that is... I don't know. I know Soldier Boy that... Yeah, I know that one. I don't know. I don't know either. I feel like... It's it's one of those one hit rappers that came out of like the mid two thousands that just kind of came in. Well, in this game, but Soldier Boy had his own dance. It was a big deal. Yes, yes, and he has his own video game system that's just an emulator that he goes <laughs> on about. And it's on eShop, the Garden Between, for twenty bucks. Yeah. Um, would you say it's worth that price? I mean, Game Pass, obviously, you're paying your $15 a month. Right. Um, you know, I'd probably be closer to $10.15, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, I think it's well worth the $20 if you're into this type of game. Um, for someone who wasn't, like, it wasn't at the top of my list, but I needed some sorbet to clean my palate. What's that called? What's that called? Between Usually meals? ginger. No, what's the frozen stuff that they give you between meals to clean your palate? I don't know. In sushi, that's why they give you the ginger yeah. so you can clear your palate. No, no, it's it's that. like bad ice cream. It's like really, really over the top ice cream between meals. Bad ice cream. There's first off, hold on. There's no such yeah, thing as for bad sure. Ice cream. No, it's definitely bad. It's like a palate cleanser. I don't know. It's it's like a shave ice that that a fancy person put together. I'm googling clean bad ice cream that cleans palate between. And you meals. found. Oh, it's a sorbet, yeah. A sorbet, okay, nailed it. Yeah. It is a sorbet. But yeah, I mean, and the, that ice cream's not bad. But I mean, it was the perfect way to break from one game to another. Now I feel like I'm almost ready to jump into something a little bit bigger. And I know that uh, JRPG July is knocking on the yeah, door. Yeah, so... I'm glad you brought that up. So, I'm, yeah. I think for the next week and a half, you should play something short, because then we can kind of pick something for JRPG July, because we got a couple weeks here. But... Yeah. I'm trying to think what you could play. Because uh, I also need to pick some games because I beat some games too. And Oh, I, I, I have some games on my list to... to uh... All right, let's hear okay, what you want. So, what you want so well, let's... Full disclosure. Do you have any games to talk about this week? I do. Should we okay. just pick our, both our games together? Well, I have another game that I'm currently playing. Okay, that let's I, hear about that. That I, I will finish. Um, I'm playing Battlefront 2, which oh. is a Star Wars game. Yeah. And the Star Wars in it feels so good. You just let it Does wash it? over you. And it is beautiful. I it, well, you know, when it launched, it wasn't received well. Or is that the first Battlefield where they're trying to do like you have to pay twenty bucks to use Darth Vader? I think the first one got the bad rap, but it carried over to the second one. Is what it felt yeah. like to me. And I honestly didn't even touch the first one until well after launch. And I'm in the same boat here. Like Battlefront Two launched a while back, and I was like, hey, you know, I didn't really. I'm not really a multiplayer guy. I don't know if I'm gonna play it. But the campaign in Battlefront 2 is so, is like just Star Wars moments. And yeah. I need that in my life. I need more Star Wars, Casey. The new Battlefront had a trailer out this week, with today for us, but this week. Oh, really? Uh, did you see that? Sean posted it in a different Discord. I'll post it. No. Like Star um, Wars Battlefront or Battlefront Battlefront? No, it's like Battlefront 1940 or like 2042. It's in the future. Is this the one, the trailer with the guy jumping out of the jet? It, there's a tornado involved. I didn't watch it because I'm like, oh, whatever. Shooter game. Yes. Um, yes. It's it's a pretty cool. I actually saw a clip from it on Reddit. It looks it looks dope. Yeah. It, it, it looks interesting. Um. The the trailer had uh, Molly Cruz kickstart my heart. Wait, I don't know what it is with trailers playing like 
covers of songs like that i'm all for it i like a good cover it's that nostalgia button man remember when you were a kid and this song was awesome not that it isn't awesome now i've been listening to this punk rock band out of england called punk rock factory and they do disney covers i don't know if you remember a punk rock band called me first and the gimme gimmies they do like they do like somewhere over the rainbow or uh tomorrow they just did covers of like popular tunes right and they do that, and they they shred. They're awesome. I'm you sorry. are officially a dad. If you were listening to Disney covers, you have officially made it to dad mode. Good work. Good yeah. work. Oh yeah, for sure. It's good. You should listen to it with your um, kids, and then you can then you can bleed into like Blink One Eighty Two, and then maybe some Ramones. Oh no, kids... I'm already giving them all of that. Like oh, the Ramones, bam, bam, bam. Oh, they're all over dude, that song. My son really likes Rage Against the Machine. He'll walk around the house and go, and they do what they told you. <laughs> he starts saying, "Like yeah." That's right. Uh, I, I hope you're playing the unedited version. Mm-mm. He's hearing yeah. it full on. And the two <laughs> testify. I had him. I was like, yes. My wife is like, I, I don't. She is like confused. She's like, I like this and I don't like this. I go, it's hilarious, right? But can we talk about how you can't listen to like Spotify with kids around? Because if you go to the top lists, like all they are is a whole bunch of songs with swearing in it. And yes, I understand how old that sounds. But don't you swear in front of your kids? I'm pretty sure you do. I know you. Well, I mean, not can not like not intentionally Uh you know what i mean like a stub of toe yeah i'll i'll drop some bombs here and there i'm not swearing at them but they hear me swear in conversation with people so i and they just know they're not allowed to say those words but i try not to play tons of music with it is my daughter has been singing songs that have swearing lyrics in them and i don't know how to stop it is it the Justin Bieber uh, Georgia song? Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, that's a catchy tune. Yes, it is. I knew that. I was like, yeah, I told uh, my wife, Adrian, it's like, yeah, you probably need to turn that off when the kids are around because I don't want my kids to ask me all the questions that go with that song. Dude, I, I got in this conversation with somebody recently because we were selling Justin Bieber tickets oh, nice. at work. And um, they were like, why would you ever want to go see He's Justin Bieber? He's a talented Bieber? musician. Yeah, so I go and I play like his top 10 songs and I go, have you heard this one? Yeah, do you like it? Yeah, that's Justin Bieber. (laughs) And I went through the entire list and by the end they were like, oh, I think I like Justin Bieber. Like as a person, like being famous when you're young, uh, that's obviously really hard and no no duh, he's going to be a total scumbag for part of it. People can grow, but as a musician, he plays all those instruments. He can play drums. He plays guitar. Dude, he writes all that stuff. You are so a Bieber defendist. I love no, you. No, I'm not like a believer uh, or anything like that. But hello and welcome to the Believer Boys podcast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh man, I'm really the street cred by the moment. But he he's got some bangers for hits. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I'm not. Sure. I'm not going to deny sure. his talent. Like that would be like I don't care for LeBron James, but he's a hell of a basketball player. You know what I mean? Like he's one of the best ever. Not the best, but he's great. Oh man, you're you're getting you're getting NBA on me now. Yeah, the playoffs Le- going on. It's been good. LeBron was having some issues. They didn't make it to the finals, right? First time in a while. They got they got kicked out. Of yeah, yeah, that's pretty rough. Yeah, he couldn't do it by himself. His, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, and basketball really is a team sport. But like, it, and he had it, like ankle troubles, right? Yeah, he walked out of the game five minutes early, and that rubs a lot of people the wrong way. I don't personally care for it either. He said he was going to get worked on, but kind of looks like you're having like a your pity party in a way and i don't know but i don't want to get into it too much about why i don't like run that could be a whole different podcast Dude, if bieber was there bieber just would have sang him a little tune he'd have been back on the court it would have healed his ankle with the beautiful sounds of (laughs) beeps yes the healing voice so okay so you're playing battlefront 
that's just shooting. Is there a story in that? Yeah. So, I mean, it's not a long story. It's like a six hour campaign. Um, I'm about halfway through, uh, two thirds of the way through it. Um, the story is very Star Warsy. You know what I mean? Like you hop yeah. in the jet and the music swells and the game is gorgeous. I mean, looks mm-hmm. absolutely beautiful. Um, so I'm really fanboying out over Battlefront 2. And I'm not a guy that would lead with, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. But I can't yeah. tell you how much fun I'm having just being in this world and going to the planets from the movies and the shows. Um, yeah. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I would say that the gameplay is not great. Um, it definitely feels like a multiplayer game. Surprise, surprise. You know, it's definitely a campaign that has multiplayer components just kind of tacked in there. And you get into yeah. an arena, they throw a whole bunch of enemies at you, you get to the next checkpoint. So it has that feel to it. But I'm going to be here for the campaign. I'll, pro- campaign. I'll probably try the multiplayer just a touch, and then I will be on to the yeah, next thing. I, I think that well, that's the complaint or the worry with that new Battlefield is that it's mm-hmm. all online. So a lot of people are really like, it's all online multiplayer is the whole thing. So that's ah. kind of concerning. And I, my whole thing is, I, some people are like, oh, I'll pay $60 for an online multiplayer game. I'm like, eh, there's Warzone, which is free to play. There's Fortnite, which is free to play. I don't think it's, I don't think yeah. it's a good move, personally. But Well, I'm not a big multiplayer guy, and I know what I like. And I know right. that I would not pay full price for a multiplayer game because I just wouldn't enjoy it. Because there's good free ones out there, too, that can do the same thing. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm more of a guy that would play the campaign and anything like I'm the kind of guy that when they come out and say, this is the call of duty that is on the top 10 list this year, I will buy that disc just to play the campaign, Mm. do a little bit of multiplayer and dump it. So I think that that's just my play style. So really multiplayer games don't really, don't really do it for me. So I'm not just a shooty man. So I don't know. So you gotta be a shooting man. Yeah. So yeah, Battlefront 2, I'm enjoying it. If Good. you want is it like the best game? No. Um is does Star Wars have some bad movies? Yes. But at the end of the day, it feels like Star Wars and it has some so good things too. Mandalorian's pretty does. bad. Um, I'm enjoying it. Really quick and I'll edit this back. Uh what how many hearts would you give the Garden Between? Ooh, how many hearts would I give Garden Between? I really enjoyed that game. I would give it four. That's perfect. I think a play yeah. it can be a four. Like people were talking to me about this. Like, well, is a four a eight or is it a nine? I'm like, it could be either. It could be a four and a half, right? Like it could be an 80%. Yeah. It could be a 85%. It just, yeah. you take it how you want it, right? Like well, I could give and, a four. And, I could give a four to a game in that. And I tell me if you agree with this, it wasn't for me, but I can respect that how mm-hmm. well it was done. Right. And the other things about it, I can give it a four and still say, try it versus buy it like i can say yeah you should try this this wasn't like i don't like this genre but i can respect what this game did yeah. that's, that's and that's and that's where i kind of landed on with hades too. yes like i like that game i respect that game i think that game is awesome not for me though just, right. just not for me but that's right and that's why it's a try it and four for you right like that's the whole thing right and people if they listen to the show they'll understand that right i yeah, i, I look sure. at us kind of like when i worked at gamestop you got to give recommendations at the store you know you got to know your product Dude, you got to know your product. You got to look that mother in the eye and say, this is a $60 game and you should buy it for commission sake. Yes. Or don't give your five-year-old GTA. <laughs> right? That was always Listen, I, I can tell that you've just recently divorced, ma'am. And if you really <laughs> love your kid, you will buy at least four games. And here. you will not go to Chuck E. Cheese with uh, and find a stepdad. Okay? <laughs> I mean, his dad was in here last week and bought him two games. So yeah. you might as well buy him three. three. 
You do the upsell. <laughs> you always do the upsell to the divorcees. You're right. That's now, did you know that it's if you buy two pre-owned games, we'll pro- throw in a free one, right? And that will only make your child love you more. <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> that's how that so works. That's how, that's how that worked at GameStop, right? Wasn't it buy two pre-owned, get one free? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Because I used to run to the store and pick up games on those weekends. Yeah, I remember it was like vividly. the day after Christmas. I always did that weekend. Yeah, there's yep. times after Christmas. And you had to game the system, right? You had to pick out three that were all twenty nine ninety nine. Like you could yeah. get two that were twenty nine ninety nine and one that was ten ninety nine. Right, They're, the, uh-huh. the cheapest one's going to be the freest, the free one, the freest exactly. one. Yeah, yeah. You learn that quickly. You got to You got to go a little top shelf there. For you sure. know what I mean? Don't skimp when you're getting the free game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Battlefront, I enjoy it quite a bit. Um, I do, I, I'm going to finish it. It's it's good. It's shooting blam blams. The hero stuff is um, a little mixed bag for me. Some heroes are like, okay, this is kind of silly. And other heroes are like, yeah, I'm Luke Skywalker. I will say that Battlefront feels like it's some parts and there are different Star Wars titles that I think are doing each game element better. Right. So if I play Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order, I feel like a Jedi. When I'm playing Luke Skywalker in Battlefront 2, does not feel like I'm much of a Jedi as Fallen Order. Right. Um, in terms of one of the three games that I'm going to play next um, to choose from tonight, one of them is Squadrons, um, Star Wars Squadrons. Oh, the flying one? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you hop in an airship in this game and you're like, yeah, I'm in an airship. And you're like, oh, these controls are kind of mess. They're kind of kind of wonk. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. But what have you been playing, Mr. Cool? Well, I beat a game. Uh, we'll start with that. And it was not Phoenix Wright, although I did make progress oh, with that, and I'm enjoying it a little more. But I, it's that game was just like a real, real slow burn for me. The game I did beat, though, uh, it's very impressive for what it is, and it's a game I've been talking about. It was Acting Bird. I finally finished that up. I uh, put some you time into it. that. 17 hours. I put it in our Discord. took me, and I died 98 times. <laughs> Whoa. You can see that. They give you a death count. Now, I also posted on our Discord, IGN put out a mini documentary on Thomas Happ. Thomas Happ is the creator of Axiom Verge. So Axiom Verge, and I've said it before, it was made by one guy. And when I say made by one guy, he did everything. Everything. The music, the level design, character design, everything. Everything, everything. So when you beat the game, the first credit is game solely developed by Thomas Happ. Which is so BA. Like, that good for that guy. <laughs> he said in that documentary, someone called him an egomaniac for it. I was like, why would they do that? He did it all. He should say so. How often is that done? How often does one person make I a I mean, nowadays, there's case? no That's way. Like I that. mean, there's so many different elements that work into that. Right. That's pretty cool. So it I saw that you put the, the Discord, or the Discord, the documentary in the Discord. And it's like a 25-minute... Mm-hmm. Thing, yeah like yeah definitely worth the watch I, I was like oh watch. i can't watch this right now and then i watched five minutes of it and was like okay this is really good i'm gonna have to trim this off and wait for later but i'm gonna circle back it's it's pretty intense at the end because of some personal stuff that happens in his life you feel really oh, it's some, some trials and tribulations in there are going on and he's got a good attitude about it uh, he's an amazing guy i would hopefully someday we can get him on the show uh they're talking about action verge 2 which has now been delayed to later this year it's supposed to come out fall 2020 well hopefully he made enough money on the first one to get a team though right i mean that first one did really well no he's still doing it all by himself gotta watch the documentary once we're done tonight you need to go watch that and anybody that highly recommends that i'll link it into the description below today it's really good it's it's good video game storytelling and what he's doing is impressive 
Nice. And he needs the support when you find out what's going on in his personal life. You, you're going to want to buy Axiom Verge 2. I, when I played this game, this is a Shelby game. Like, I would almost recommend yeah. you go buy it and play it. And then you tell me what you think. Like, if, if I know you have your three games. It is rad. It is like Metroid. It doesn't... It's not as tight as Metroid play-wise, like I think, because, but if you compare it to NES Metroid, it's way tighter, right? I'm thinking when you think of Super Nintendo Metroid. Again, though, and you're going to make fun of me because you know it's always good. Joy-Cons suck. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They're not good. When I play on a pro controller, I'm like, ah, this is so much better, right? I love playing it docked. Um, I'm going to get those with the Nintendo ads recommended to us, those lock-in. Oh, you're going big? Are you serious? Oh, next time I'm I'm hoping for my birthday I'll buy the fifty dollars ones. I really? I want a good controller for undocked. Yeah, you're dude. Doing like it? I've had two sets of Joy Cons and they all have their issues. It's not. No, I'm not. I'm gonna invest <laughs> into a secondary product that I've gotten good heard good reviews on. And yeah, uh, but Action Verge is great. I still think about it because it's like. Oh, you know, like I, I made fun of the music and it's funny in that documentary, he goes, the music was the easiest part. I was like, wow. And his music's not bad, but I told you it's not like, oh, I'm going to be whistling this tune, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, That's like my only complaint to that game. It's such a tight, well-done game. There's a speed run mode. Uh, there's so many little nuanced things, but the story is really captivating too. And I'm curious to see what goes on in the sequel. So I will definitely be buying the sequel. That's going to be a must buy. I, mean, yeah. uh, I would recommend buy it, try it. Uh, it's not on Game Pass. It's twenty bucks, and it's yeah. I got it on sale for I think fifteen or fourteen. If you want to wait for that, that's a really great price for it. It's well worth the price if you like Metroidvanias. This is a four harder uh, easily. I know we've been having a lot of four heart games. I've got a one heart game coming too today. I've got another review Uh-oh. for a game I finished. Uh, it's called Sonic Forces, oh, and it you sucks. Finally, did it? Yeah, I just played it like from like. Oh, let me see. It's so bad. The creative really? character is really cool, and the gameplay is just doo doo. Really? <laughs> Straight doo doo. So, what happened to Sonic? Did they? Do, that's like the stepchild nobody loved. What's up with that? Well, Sonic's doing some cool stuff, but you can make it just like the story. I was like, I don't get like. There's Sonic in the past. There's multiverse Sonic. The screen moves too fast. You can't really enjoy. It's just a mess all the way through as a game. Like, I, I picked it because my son wanted it. My wife watching is like, oh, this is way too flashy for our son. Like, it's way too because of the speed of it. And I was like, man, I should have gotten Sonic Mania because it's just the side scrolling Sonic. Um, it is a one heart. Oh, it is a man. skip it. <laughs> um, I Dude. recommend a lot of other things, like staring at a wall would be better. You just um, killed my childhood Sega. No, no. Sonic Mania is great from what I've heard. And that's like traditional Sonic. Sonic Forces is like a bad 3D Sonic. And I like 3D Sonics. Like Sonic on GameCube, I liked it. Okay. I will not say like i'm student my note was that the one where you were going down the san francisco streets yes yeah that one was pretty awesome with the the awesome song that everyone talks about yeah Yeah. Uh uh-huh that one's great but this one's not (laughs) this one is not that (laughs) um but i did make my character a bear so that was cool he's orange that's not even in universe there's no such thing as bears in sonic's universe is there yeah dude there's big cat there's all sorts of animals bears and big cats there's bears there's cats there's wolves there's foxes there's let's let's talk a little bit about sonic's like lore like is it in the real world because i've seen the movie that's obviously in the real world but what about the game okay man you you, i've told you my dark secret about how i used to get the sonic comic every month right that's right you have so there's a lot of different things there's sonic and then the freedom fighters right which is like sally princess acorn uh she's part of the freedom fighter resistance and she's a squirrel chipmunk 
And then there's uh, a bunch of characters from there. And that's from the Saturday morning ABC cartoon, if you remember that okay, one. Okay, okay. The way you just casually dropped Princess Acorn yeah. it just blows me away a little bit. You are a you are a b- believer boy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I get into fandom, sure. of course, of anything I like. I like to learn about it. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I like Sonic. I have no qualms with it. Uh, Knuckles, I always thought was cooler, and his like team, and there's like an armadillo in his team, Mighty. There's a bee. There's a all- there's an alligator vector. Well, Knuckles is always way cooler. I mean, he was like the punk kid to Sonic, yeah. and Sonic was already kind of a BA when he came in, right? But I mean, in regards to the world, like, are there animals in the Sonic? Well, that's universe? remember when you're saving the animals at the end of the game. That's why you do oh. the robots. Remember the robot animals and you this bust them true. out. Yeah, come on, man. And the little bird, the little birdies fly away, right? You're freeing birds in the first level. Yeah, and then every other level, that's different animals. Depending on what See, to are. save the environment, folks, you need to play more Sonic. Yes, and stop Doctor Robotnik, aka Doctor Eggman. Right, a- aka Big Oil. Big that's oil. right. That's right. That's yes, right. Doctor Robotnik is actually big. Doctor Robotnik, <laughs> big, big pharma. pharma. Yeah, yeah. Doctor uh, uh, Doctor Robotnik is actually behind the opioid crisis. Believe it, and he—that's what he needs the animals for. He's making it uh, there. Dude, I, we need to start a conspiracy subreddit. I think this would be awesome. <laughs> Just us talking about Doctor Robotnik as the greatest evil the world's ever heard. And then we'll pin it on Jim Carrey, and he's our next QAnon. Yes. I love it. Oh my god, no! Don't do that. <laughs> don't say their name. They're gonna come. That game's bad, but Action Verge is awesome i almost want to give it four and a half uh, it did just because of certain game mechanics uh and it could be just because i sucked and it's the joy con that's why i give it a solid four i yeah. it, it, it but like for what he did as one person it blows me away so if you like metroidvanias go this is like what brought the genre back and people got really into it go play it that would does be that guy fun. like have a job or is this just what he does all the time watch the documentary i don't want to spoil Dude, it you probably you know all these questions are probably answered. like ruined his life like now it now i don't watch it i i would watch it tonight except for i have a date with Loki. oh okay well that's your choice now let's talk about the video games i have to choose okay i have two i want to play something kind of short and sweet because we did talk about jrp july coming up um i have two games one is one i want to play for a while okay. katana zero and I've shown you the video for that a couple times. I have it in the description. Yep. The other one's called Overlander, which is like an apocalyptic into the breach, but you're trying to escape the cities. This was an Apple Arcade game uh, initially, um, and it was on the Switch. Let me look at the price. Yeah, this was on Apple Arcade. That's why I recognize the name. Yeah, it's when after Apple Arcade, like there's a couple other games from Apple Arcade now that are on the Switch. Uh, this, it's like, I want to say... If it loads. Yeah, this looks really good. I, I it's oh, it was twenty five bucks right now. That's pretty pricey on the Switch. Um, but I think I paid like mm, way less than that. But yeah, it's something that it, it's it's like a playthrough six hours. Both the games are short. I kind of want to do some short games before I go into what yeah. project. Do I, I I mean between these two, I would say I almost want to choose Overland just because you've been trying to play Katana Zero for so long. Go for it. That's fine. I'm okay no. with it. I had a feeling that's going to be the running <laughs> joke, but but I do kind of I would rather hear a review on Katana Zero over Overland here. Okay, maybe I'll get them both done. You never know, right? Like if they're that short. Hey. Just knock yeah. them out, man. What about Just yours? Knock them out. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about mine. I have on this list Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. Which is the samurai yeah, yeah. game. I know. It looks awesome. Uh, uh, Star Wars Squadron or Spiritfarer. 
Ooh, Spirit Fair might make you cry. Um, well, I mean, I was I was thinking about okay, if we are going to do this this July thing, I need to find something short. Um, I mean, I chewed through Gardens Between in a week and halfway through Battlefront. So Spirit Fair is about thirty to thirty five hours. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I thought that was like a five hour game. No, no, and Ghost of Tsushima is like a forty hour game. Yeah, but Ghost of Tsushima, I mean, it feels to me based on what I've heard that it's a lot like Infamous. And, um, you know, that's kind of a game I could pick up and True. play and then set back down. if I, I wanted to. you to do, I should pick Scratchins. Um, well, we got a month. Yeah. Yeah. Go play Ghost. Go play Ghost. Go, ooh, go play Ghost. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to GameStop. Okay. We're going to make it happen. Oh, you're going to go pick it up. Okay. You might need to pick up a JRPG or so, but we can talk about that in a couple of weeks. No. And I was looking at my back catalog. I have a lot of JRPGs on that list. Yes. Yes. But you know what you don't have on your list? What do I not have on my list? It's a lawsuit from uh, Capcom. Capcom getting lawsuit. Wait, Capcom's being uh, sued? Yeah. And if we move to the Speculation News Network, which this is not a speculation. Um, an artist says Capcom stole their photos from Resident Evil, Devil May Cry games in a lawsuit. And the complaint alleges hundreds of photos used in multiple games. Designer Judy A. Jurek filled her initial complaint in a Connecticut court on Friday. In the lawsuit, she alleged that Capcom used photos from her copyrighted book services in multiple games. And you can kind of see in the images that they've shown, there's certain textures uh, surfaces that they could have used that are so this is on like multiple games this isn't just one yeah game yeah um capcom has told it told this was from polygon that they're aware of the lawsuit and they had no comment multiple about games it. and she's going after games like resident evil 4 which came out forever ago right like is she just now finding it or mm-hmm. how is it just hitting the courts resident evil 4 re remake uh yeah they're just it's just a bunch of textures um I mean, double may cry as well yeah, I mean, RE4, we're talking about, that was 10, right? 20, own, yeah. 08 or 09. I was yes. in college when I played RE4, for sure. So, I mean, it's going back a ways. I'm surprised this is just now surfacing. I am too, and I am surprised. Well, there was issues about the textures before, and this has been talked about. And so, I, I mean, Capcom, I, I think this is going to be like, Capcom's just going to pay them out. It's not going to be worth their time. Uh, yeah, because artists, come on, hard to get fed as an artist right now in the 21st century. Yeah, they're just going to be like, here, pay them out. Yeah. But if you look at these screenshots as featured in the Polygon article, it is blatant as all get out that they are yeah, this like, directly oh. from the content. So I'm curious how many people they fired from this. Like, what's the fallout on that one, too? You know? I mean, you know, the Internet is such a weird place right now with copyright issues and music and everything that's like in public domain. And is it actually public or is it not? And there's actually, it says here that she sold this book and then it came with a CD-ROM, which allowed you access to the textures of the photo or the the photos of the textures. But then she goes, this article goes on to say that if they were going to use it for commercial access, they had to contact the the artist directly, which they never did. So, I mean, me thinking, okay, here, just give it away. And then coming back and seeing it in the real world is... um, you know, it's it is what it is. But the internet's a weird, weird world right now. Pay your artists, please. They and deserve it. Artists, artists are trying to turn their video games into board games. Yeah, this was kind of an interesting read. Tell me more. Yeah, this is from Wired, and it's about the process of a company uh, 
of turning Fallout into a board game and the how they went through and did that. And the, it's interesting to talk about. They have to think about like the fundamental differences between single player video games and then what happens when there's multiple people sitting at a table playing together. How do you change the narrative? Um, and, and how the design's different in a board game too, or video game to board game. Interesting too, because they talked about like games like Mega Man the board game, uh, reimagine a showdown with Doctor Wily and a fistful of dice. I keep seeing that like on Instagram mm-hmm. pop up, and people show on yeah. Twitter Mario, this old school Mario board game, and old school Zelda board game, right? Like from the eighties that are really they look really really. Bad. I had no idea they made those. Yeah, they're they're like really cheesy, like. It's nothing intense, but it's it's interesting. I'm thinking. I love board games. Resurgence. Obviously, we're playing a tabletop game. They even just announced a tabletop RPG of Marvel. Really? Well, I mean, yeah. Mar- Marvel has a ton of that kind of content out there. Right. So after this story, our next role models endeavor will be a Marvel campaign. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Stop it right there. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about that after we get through this. Okay. Yes, you have you have piqued my interest because I was almost going to say maybe we should like turn it into a Star Wars thing or something of that nature. But if we could go Marvel, dude, I can finally live up my inner uh, my inner yeah, Hawkeye. Sure. You can be the useless yeah, one. You can be the Aquaman of the team. Actually, Aquaman's dude, more useful. Hawkeye's the only one worthy. He should be able to pick up. Molnir, yes. I'm just saying. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, civilization. So, like, Pure to me, to the other thing, it's like civilization already. They talk about Civ, Civ Six, and I know that plays like a board game, right? Mm-hmm. The it, it's interesting, like what they pull from. Just because you do one, it's it's way different than the other, right? They're they're different beasts. I think the most interesting part of this article is the thought and time they put into actually honoring the license of Fallout. Right. You know, like you mentioned with those Nintendo franchises back in the day, like they just slapped the Mario logo on it and sends it mm-hmm. out the door more, more than right. likely. Um, and I don't even I haven't seen the game, so I apologize to no. all those uh, board game developers out there. It's not it's not great. I'll I'll back the thought that. that they had to put into actually making this feel like a Fallout experience is pretty interesting, and it's mm-hmm. it's just really really intriguing to watch somebody try to reimagine a video game that has such a following like this. Right. Well, and I think putting a, a board game into a video game is easier, right? Like oh, yeah. it's already set there. Mm-hmm. Like Uno is a card game. People love playing online. One of my favorite board games is Risk, and there's a really great uh, video game version of it that you can play with friends online, and there's more like little nuances to it. So it improved upon it. Uh, I've seen Catan on Switch, and I thought, hmm, maybe I should get that. Um, but I do like just playing the board game with that. And, uh, yeah, it, it's interesting uh, progression as we go. Mm-hmm. And speaking of progression, there's going to be some big progression this weekend because it's E3, baby. E3 is finally here. Get ready to celebrate, yes. boys and girls. As you're listening today, I know I'm usually the poo-pooer on E3, but people are really hyped on it this year. Um, Coming around, aren't you? I kind of am because I loved E3 as a kid. I just, uh, you know, last year with them giving out the information, I just didn't think of a place. But maybe there is still a place for it. Um, so the events, uh, I, it's weird because on here's the event date. So let's start with June because of the release of the podcast day june 11th it's going to be coach primetime or cock primetime how do you say that coach cock coach uh coke i would imagine coke primetime and then june 12th is gorilla collective uh ubisoft and then the ign expo which will be interesting to see as well as gearbox entertainment so we might get some gearboxes gears of war Right. Yeah, can I just say thank you for putting this on a weekend? Like, if you could put E3 on a weekend every year, I would be more than happy. Yeah, because I remember when it would be like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know yeah. what I mean? This is much nicer. 
and I try to like sneak watch it at work and that never worked out for me yeah. very well. Yeah. And I'd always come home and have to watch, not have to, but I'd watch like five hours of pref- press conferences when I got home. Right. And well, this is summer game fest, like the kickoff, right? Technically mm-hmm. this. Then on June 13th, you have Xbox and Bethesda showcase, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have Square Enix. Uh, then you have Future Game Show, PC Gaming Show. Future Game Show, I'm not sure if that's from. I think that's from Ben, maybe. And then June 14th, we have Capcom. They're the solo ones on Monday. Then Tuesday, we got my guys, Nintendo Direct, and Bandai Namco, which could probably show some cool new Dynasty Warrior game, maybe? Another One Piece Warrior game? Oh, there you go. That would be my hope. And then on the 22nd is EA Play. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah. so as I mentioned, thank you for putting on the weekend, but at the same time, like it's all over the place in terms of the week. So you got a lot of gaming um, and I like how spread out it is right in the yeah. past. It would kind of all be crammed into a handful of days here. You're running all the way from the fifth, all the way to the 22nd is when EA goes and so no really Sony the to the 15th. Yeah. What's up with that? They're just doing their state of plays. I think uh, people are more concerned about how they can get a Sony console. Yeah, but still, I mean, you really have to, sh- I think you still have to show up at E3. It's the Super Bowl, man. You gotta, you gotta at least put some cards on the table. I don't think they have anything to show. You can't, you need to have something to show. Ratchet and Clank just came out. Yeah. To huge fanfare. And it's getting great reviews. Yeah. And I'm happy to hear that, but I think those games are great. But I don't think I don't think they have much to show. Like, why else wouldn't you go? If if you're not if they usually be like, I'm gonna do my own thing. Nintendo just quit going, but they still showed stuff. Like, no, we're mm-hmm. gonna just produce our own stuff. It was never like we're not gonna be a part of it. They're choosing right. to not do anything. Yeah, I think that's an an interesting choice. But did, didn't they it's do this look. last year too, or close to it? They had yeah. some videos, I think, at least, or something, right? They weren't there at the event. Well, last year, no one was there, right? right? Everyone had some what if they just leak it out? What if, like, what? there's something going on in the press conference and they just leak out a Sony video? Maybe. That'd be cool. I mean, they obviously um, don't want to upset partners, I but I'm really surprised yeah. that, that they're not listed here in some case. You know, give us an hour of teaser trailers, because, I mean, Sony's got stuff in the pipeline. Like, you think about Sony, mm-hmm. and I know that we just got a, a delay on um, God of War 2, right? That just recently got pushed to 2022. Ragnarok? Yep. They got a name. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, that got pushed to 2022, but, I mean, FF7, I mean, there really could be some sort of mention of that second installment on the remake well ff7 intergrade came out this week that's the sf7 remake part one for the ps5 Uh and it has added content with uh have you you played final fantasy 7 right uh not really but it will in july there was a character oh there was a character (laughs) on the ps5 that in from the playstation that's beloved that was a hidden character that it's a whole story added so it's a brand new content. It's like a DLC. Yeah, but I mean, like, as Sony, you could have at least put a trailer together or something, right, is is the way I feel. Like, there's stuff in the pipeline. You already have an issue with your hardware sales, so you got to keep the fanboys, like, happy. You know, and I think by stepping away from this, uh, probably not a good look. I can't imagine we come out of next week without hearing anything from Sony. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine, or at least a ton of speculation. Well, I think Sony is going to get heard about from other developers. So let me ask you this: like, which, which days are you going to be paying attention? To? I mean, if if I have the capability of watching it, I'm going to watch it. In terms of the ones that I will definitely dig into, I'll be looking at Ubisoft. Um, I would say 
yeah, definitely Ubisoft. Ubisoft always brings something that's interesting. You, you do you do. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, uh, Gearbox, yes. Xbox Bethesda, yes. Square, I'll probably catch the highlights. Probably won't watch all of Square. Um, and those are the highlights for me. I mean, obviously Nintendo is going to be in that list as well. Yeah. And then EA. EA. I like to see what EA has to present. So I like the I like the big publishers. I, I would like to see Dragon Age, the new Dragon yeah. Age. Yeah, and I'd really like to see, you know, and I know we'll get into a little bit of this later, but I'd really like to see some more Star Wars content and some Marvel content if they have it yeah. somewhere. I'll be paying attention to Nintendo, as always. Uh, Square Enix for mm-hmm. sure. And then Xbox Bethesda are going to probably be my big three. I'll let you tell me about Ubisoft because, yeah, you know how I feel about them. Ubi, Ubi always has something interesting, right? I mean, and I, I don't hate their games. They've been doing the same thing for too long. There I it will is. tell you that. There yeah. it is. Okay. They've, been play, they've been doing the same format for too long. Climb the tower, go click the pips off the map. And every time they try to innovate, innovate, they get burnt a little bit. So they're kind of staying within the guide rails, but they have the bandwidth to do something cool. And I want to see them pull something off. They ruined the South Park game. I'm going to be honest. They ruined that fractured butthole is not as good as Stick of Truth and it had every intention to be. You know what ruined South Park? South Park ruined South Park. No, South Park <laughs> is still great. How dare you, sir? So, okay, do you have any big E3 predictions besides taking the hot take that South Park ruined South Park, which is not uh, true? Well, I mean, obviously. Yeah, I wrote down a few. I would say that Microsoft says, I think that they're going to come swinging at Game Pass. I think that they started with a whole bunch of Steam on their Game Pass platform, and it's kind of been dwindling a little bit just because they haven't been putting like those big marquee releases on there. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been a ton of big releases recently, so you got to take that in consideration. I think they're really going to start. I, I think they're going to re up on the Game Pass accessibility on some of these titles. Okay. I really do. Whether that be future games being exclusive or not exclusive, but being featured on Game Pass or like big contenders that we've seen okay. this year landing on Game Pass. We're going to make a big push there. I think we're going to hear a lot about xCloud. Go. And there's going to be a big push for xCloud. Yeah, that's my number one from Microsoft. Cause oh, really? I want People want it. And I heard good things about it in the phone. And Game Pass is already killing it. So, like, um, I think they're going to be, like, Kevin, maybe specifics on when everybody can get access to it and systems yeah, go. for sure. I, I also think they're going to say something about Halo. I think Halo has to be mentioned, whether it be just, like, a beta multiplayer release or whatever the whatever it is. Halo is going to make a huge – it's going to be a huge part of the press conference, I believe. Yeah. yeah and then so. since we're since we're just gabbing here, I think obviously Bethesda and Microsoft merged recently. Something's going to happen with Microsoft and Bethesda. Starfield? I I think we could see a Starfield. I wouldn't be surprised if they finally give us a short snippet on mm, the next Elder cool. Scrolls entry. Yeah. So Twitter's been running muck about Switch Pro, Switch Plus, the new mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch. Again, best name, Super Nintendo Switch is right there. Gotta run with it. I could see that happening. Um, but game wise from Nintendo, I would I think we might see a Fire Emblem remake of a Super Nintendo tile that never came to America. I think they might do something like that because they did one a remake for 3DS. Other than that from Nintendo, I think we will get some Breath of I think we'll get a Breath of the Wild 2 date. Do you? Mm-hmm. Do you think they're gonna pull a Nintendo and have it released later this year? I think maybe Christmas time. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I mean their their announcement to release windows have been super short. I've noticed. Yeah, because you know why they do that though. Pokemon Snap. Yeah, because they don't want to burn fans though. Because they'll be like, "Hey, this is out in three months." Yeah. Because they know it can be out in three months. They've done that, and like with Zelda, they're feeling the fire because they're like, oh, "It's not right. It's not right yet." So. The Nintendo yeah. seal of approval is an important yeah. thing to them. It, I mean, if I were to have my dream, uh, they would finally give us a release date for Metroid. I would love to see another Metroid title, please. No, no one's talking about Metroid, bro. Yes. They scrapped that whole project. Let's bring it back. Give me something. They could be. I don't know. I would also, here'd be the big like home run. N64 access. Like, you know, you have the Super Nintendo NES library. Mm. Give us the N64 or Game Boy Advance on the switch and then people will be real happy gba seems very doable too i mean the button layout's already there the 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 down two buttons yeah yeah. the downside to the n64 is sometimes that joystick can get a little wonky and if you go back and replay some of those n64 games the controls were difficult there is no two ways about it yeah yeah do you remember jet force gemini yes i do have you ever tried to go and replay that recently no i have not the only game i would replay are the old wrestling games on the N64 and, and Blitz. Blitz are the only ones I think, and maybe Smash would hold up. Someone goes, do you want to play Mario Party? And like, do you want to get in the grown-up fist fight? Like, that's what I heard. I have zero desire to play any Mario Parties ever with anybody. It's just because it's such a random number generator at the end, right? Like, hey, you tried the best, so uh, do something. Here you go. Here's six stars. I, it's just you like, win. yeah, it's, hey, here's a star for this. Here's a star for this. Here's a star for this. So making all your other stars completely useless. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, all right. I made that joke today to my students. It's like, so your last test for the year is worth 300 points, making all everything else you've done this year completely worth like not important and they're like i'm kidding oh man i am so excited this is i mean e3 is gamers christmas and here it comes it's here it came so quickly this year so i i'm excited to see everything and listen everything so do you watch it you watch it live if you can, or do you go back and rewatch it? Yeah, yeah, I'll try. I will. I will. I mean, like, depends if I'm teaching. So on Tuesday, which is gonna be really nice, and next week, the Super Nintendo dads are joining us uh, because they have a comic oh, cool. strip out, and they want to talk about their podcast. And this is a meeting that I tried to make happen in the past, but it'll be great to talk to them about Nintendo. Yeah, I, Nintendo. I'm excited to see uh, see what's land, what lands this week. And you know, we need something to look forward to. The pandemic is upon us. We saw a lot of pushes. Yep. Um, in terms of game releases, and I'm excited to see what's on the frontier for gaming. Exciting times. Yeah. Well, it's been cool. I mean, E3 is well on its way. Go out there and watch your stuff. Check it out. Watch it live or do like me and just go rewatch it on YouTube later that night. That's the real pro. That's the dad move. Talking about dad moves. Yeah, you can pause, play whenever you'd like to. Uh, Yeah, it's been a good cast. Anything else coming to mind, my man? No. Yeah, well, thanks for hanging out with these fellas tonight. If you want more of us, feel free to follow us on our social channels in the attached description. Our website, underpoweredmedia.com. Twitch is Underpowered TV. Discord, we're chatting, we're talking. Come check us out. And feel free to leave us a review five stars if you'd be so kind. That is a wrap for the week. We are out. Play your games. (laughs) 